Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You guys ready for the weekend? You ready for the weekend? I'm so jealous of Tiki. He's in one of those great American cities again for the weekend. This time it's Green Bay, Wisconsin. Woohoo! <laughs> How's the pool look, Tiki? <laughs> I've not seen it yet. But I will go down and look at the fitness center at some point. Are you going to leave your hotel in Green Bay, Wisconsin before yeah, you go to Lambeau? It's very flat here. And so, and the weather is, even though it's cold, it's actually not cold, cold. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People think of the frozen tundra, whistling wind and precipitation. It's actually quite nice outside. I just went for a walk to get a sandwich before the show started. Look at you. So tomorrow, I'm going to get up and I'm going to put on my running tights and go for a run. Wow. Around beautiful Green Bay, Wisconsin. Imagine the person that's also going for a run in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and they <laughs> randomly run into future Hall of Fame running back Tiki Barber. Think about what they're thinking of themselves. I won't stop. I'll just be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> no, you got to run. I understand. Exactly. Real, qu- run it. Real quick before we hear from Robert Sala concerning the progress of Aaron Rodgers, this is a very interesting theory brought to me by Rob. Rob writes, and, and by the way, let me explain what the around the theory is. Uh, A story recently came out, Sean told us about this about 10 minutes ago, that Aaron Rodgers, actually you explain the story. What was Aaron Rodgers doing again? Aaron Rodgers played scout team defense linebacker in practice today and ran across the field making a leaping one-handed interception. Right. So Quarterback against to be determined. Sean tells us this story and even admits, hey, when I first read it, I needed to double check to make sure this was a real story. And I think you even said, Teak, it's possible this is a fake story. Mm Mm-hmm. Rob has a theory. Go ahead. And I think it's a damn good theory. Rob says maybe it is a fake story, and they, meaning the Jets, are trying to find the mole who leaked it. You see what I'm saying? The Jets have been accused of leaking too much. They were accused of leaking by Aaron Rodgers. So what better way in solving the leaking issue than to put out a fake story so you could see how it got out, and then say, oh, now we know. So one guy in the organization, let me explain this even closer, was told about this fake story. Oh, you're not going to believe what happened. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then they see as it leaked out, and as soon as Rich Samini has it, you found out there's your mole. That's the person with the loose lips. Mm. Oh. Yeah, but how many times would you have to do that before you got it right? You know what I mean? Like, you could tell one person... And it doesn't leak for, I don't know, 20 minutes. You tell another person, 
it immediately leaks. How do you know it's, it was the second person? I think you're only giving the info to one person. That's how you find the leak. Teak, you think you have the rat, but you need proof now. So you give that accused rat this information. It gets out. Then you know they're the rat. 100%. Yeah, I got it. So you, you have a you have an inkling already. Yeah, like there's So a... what you're saying, or was it Rob? Was it? Rob is the person who emailed Rob, me. Yes. So what Rob is, is expecting is a firing imminently of somebody. It'll be quiet. <laughs> It'll be X, Y, Z in the, I don't know, personnel department is no longer employed by the New York Jets. If that happens, then Rob's probably right. <laughs> that's interesting. It's a really, and it involves Aaron Rodgers, who's mad about the leaking that's coming out of the Jet organization. Yeah. But you would think that, it's, right, wouldn't you know that? Like, if someone leaked that to you, you're in your office and someone's like, oh, you wouldn't believe it just happened. Wouldn't you think you would, oh, I'd love to see, let me see. Let me see the film. No, you just can't, you can't wait to tell Rich to me. That's what you're doing. <laughs> you're running to your phone to say, Rich, I got a scoop wait, for you. Do you think Sala texted Beningo this and he told Samini? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bro, you're not going to believe it. You know what Joe's reaction to this would be? Bad job by me. No, not that. Be, can you get on the field now, bro? I mean, mm-hmm. can we see you? Right. I don't need to see you making interceptions. By and the yeah. way, th- the reason that that's not possible is... How would Samini then, like, Dwayne Brown would be prepped to give Samini quotes on this? Mm. Oh, there's quotes from Dwayne Brown? I read them on the air. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think it, the, the Jets are all in on it. They're all in on the fake story to find out who the leak is. I think well, it's a great story by Rob. Will Salah be in front of media? Um, I, he won't be in front of media until after the game, right? Yeah, I think so, because he met the media earlier today, right. and that's it. I think he's done until the game on Sunday. Yeah, so the question to be, to be asked, when I think it was asked yesterday, is Aaron Rodgers cleared for practice? Right. Well, here's what Aaron. Here's what Robert Sala said today. He had a press conference earlier this morning, and it was not even the first thing asked. There was so many other things to talk about going into this game against Miami, specifically just breaking down, hey, Tyreek Hill may not play, you know, what if he doesn't play, all that kind of stuff. But he was asked about Aaron Rodgers and gave more specifics on the progress he's making. Here's Coach Sala. Yeah, he, he pushed it a little bit yesterday. Um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he went under center and he's running boots and jogging from drill to drill and, and uh, I mean it looks looks normal to me but <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Credit to him, you know. There's uh, especially in this day and age where you know a hangnail can can affect a, a game week, but this dude is is grinding to try to get himself back. It just shows how much he cares and, and shows I have an appreciation for him. So what do you take from that? He's dr- well, he's under center. He's running yeah. around a little bit. What you yeah, so then he is cleared. So he's cleared to practice. So this this thing could have actually happened, right? This uh, this scout team interception, one hand interception, could have actually happened. But di- but Robert uh, brings up Coach Sala brings up an interesting point that I think a lot of the Jet uh, players are lauding about Aaron Rodgers, even if they're not saying it publicly. And that is, he is like truly trying to come back. Yeah. It's not like, ah, you know, if I'm good, I'll come back. It's He's putting in all kinds of effort and um, energy into getting back on the football field. And if he wasn't already endeared enough to this team, meaning the players, forget the organization and the fan base and all that stuff, but for the players themselves, this is just further solidifying that. I mean, that's, that's my biggest takeaway. And you heard it, kind of Robert was saying the same thing. Right? The fact that he's grinding – to come back at forty, almost forty years old, to play a, 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 on a team that Mike likely is not going to make the playoffs, is it's telling of who he's become, or 
who he's become from where we thought he was. Because I didn't think he was this selfless, uh, selfless. You know what I mean? He always felt like I'm in it for myself. But this year feels like I'm in it for this team. And he has no reason to be, especially because he doesn't know this team. But don't you think coming back is also for him? Of course it is. So but, it's not completely selfless. But, but it, well, I mean, but it is, though. Why would he, why would you want to come back to a team that's not to be the, the first, to be the first guy ever to come back from this injury? Yeah, but what does that do for you? Like, I mean, it's, it's a big it, ego boost, I think. Yeah, but think about, think about the resume of Aaron Rodgers and the, the MVPs. What is it? Four of them, three of them, four of them, whatever it is. Uh, but the Super Bowl championship, he's going to, all these records and, accolades he's always been viewed as one of the best pure passers of the game type thing they're gonna put came back from an achilles injury in four months it's, it's not it's not even a footnote you know what i mean it doesn't mean anything i don't I, I don't know if i agree with that part not that it would lead his resume i'm certainly not suggesting that but i think it would be a part of his resume that he made one of the most miraculous recoveries ever but here's what i'm curious about and I laid this out earlier, and I think it's relevant because Aaron Rodgers is clearly pushing to try to come back. Mm-hmm. The New York Jets' chances of making the postseason are very, very, very slim. If they run the table, they have a 10% chance to make the playoffs. Even if every scenario this weekend goes the Jets' way. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And they upset the Miami Dolphins. Their chances of making the playoffs would jump up to 20% if they run the table. Still very low. Aaron's got to know that. Aaron has to know that we may not be mathematically out of it, but a lot of our playoff hopes are dependent on other teams. And that's whether they beat the Miami Dolphins on Sunday or they don't. Which leads me to wonder, Tiki, is he planning on coming back either way? Because they're not really in it. No. But I think 
it, it serves two purposes by trying to come back regardless, even if he doesn't play. It, it gets you game ready so that your offseason feels normal, right? Because if, if he doesn't play this season at all, and let's say he's still ling- – something's lingering. I don't know, some – some issue, some tightness in the tendon or muscle, whatever it is, then this offseason becomes about rehabbing before you can get on a practice field again. Because we know how the offseason is now in the NFL. You can't do jack. You can go do it by yourself, but you can't do it in a, in a football, a team football environment. So I think hustling to try to get back healthy puts him in a position to, to see that he is healthy, like fully healthy. But, and then this offseason becomes about just getting stronger and, and further building the relationships and, you know, work, you know, figuring out the system and, or not figuring it out, but you know what I mean? Like fill it, filling out this system, uh, getting guys ready to play with him. I mean, so it just becomes a different offseason if he's cleared and healthy and feels that way. But do you think he's going to come back and play? I don't. I don't. Hmm. I don't think he is. I Because I think the, 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 the risk of doing it isn't worth it. Well, but I think the, I think the risk of trying to come back and play is worth it. Worth so it. That I, makes sense. So I, it does make sense because of what you just said about preparing for next year. Robert Sala also said the decision to come back is up to Aaron Rodgers once he's cleared. If he mm-hmm. is cleared to play, the decision on if he plays or he doesn't play is up to Aaron Rodgers. Well, there's also something else here that I mean. It, it, this one is this one's more delicate. I think this is the more interesting conversation. So we saw Zach last week look pretty damn good, especially in the second half. You know, really just primarily in the second. Actually, he was good in the first half too. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take away from him. I know people are saying, oh, he had a great second half, and Nate finally opened up the playbook. No, he didn't. He just had a better second half, right? right? And 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 um, and they fell apart. The um, Texans, the Texans fell apart, and and the defense was was dominant. But what if Zach has another great game? Yeah. Right? And what if Zach, after that, has another great game? What are you doing? And, right? I'm what just, are you doing? I'm, this, is, this, is nothing, this is nothing about the future of, of Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. This is not what I'm talking about. And after, at that point, Aaron Rodgers is you know, running around on scout team even more and making great plays, and he's jogging, and he's running, and he's cutting, and he's doing all these things. And it's like, wow, Aaron Rodgers could play. Jets don't have – they have a 22% chance of getting into the postseason. Right. Does it make sense to play Aaron Rodgers? Or would Aaron Rodgers want to still see Zach you know, try to thrive and fix his career? Wait, wait, or, wait, wait, or, or is Aaron Rodgers going to say, yeah, Zach, you know, sit down. right? I, I, know, I know that you have redemption, but this is about me. The decision, I, I'll answer it this way, because there's a lot of elements to that. The decision on if Aaron Rodgers should play or not should have nothing, zero, zilch, nada, to do with Zach Wilson, not yes, a thing. It, but I think not it a will. thing. But it but shouldn't. I think it will. But it shouldn't. I, and but it by shouldn't. Way, by the way, this isn't Coach Sala. This isn't Nate Hackett. This I get isn't. You. This isn't Joe Douglas. I get I'm you. talking about Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I'm saying it shouldn't. If Aaron Rodgers sees Zach starting to redeem himself, mm-hmm. what does Aaron Rodgers do? If he's ready to this, play, because this game doesn't, the seasons doesn't mean anything from a playoff standpoint any longer. Right. Right. If so, if Zach Wilson is playing great football for the next two starts. Mm-hmm. Right? Does Aaron Rodgers then say, "All right, I'm good. I can come back. I know you only got two more of these left in the in the year for the Jets. You're probably going to be someplace else, but I, I want to start." Right? Yes, what, he what happens? Uh, what should happen is Zach Wilson. Thank you. You've done nicely. Now go sit your ass down on the bench. What do you mean? What are you talking about? It should have nothing. Zach Wilson is not a part of the future of this team. He shouldn't know, be a part of the future. Does Aaron Rodgers need to play two games? Aaron Rodgers would be doing Zach Wilson a favor. 
Because if Zach Wilson continues to play well, get him out when he's hot. It's like a manager who takes a pitcher out on a good note. I took him out after five. Why? Could have gone six. I wanted to get him out with confidence. Mm. I wanted to get him out on a good note. That yeah, would be the exact same thing. Horrible, horrible analysis. Why? Because you because you exhaust your bullpen doing that. Doing <laughs> well, but wait a second. Right, tiki, tiki. I don't even love when managers do that. I'm not defending that. I'm defending doing it with Zach because what do you think is going to happen? Like what? What do you think is going to happen? He's going to play two more great games, and then what? He's going to play two more great games. Let's say he plays three more great great games. Aaron Rodgers is not playing yeah. this offseason. People say, "Wow, Aaron uh, Zach Zach actually looks good." I don't buy we it. Need, we need a quarterback that can compete for a starting job. I don't and buy not it. be the backup. There'll be more Zach. interest in Jake Browning than Zach Wilson. Nah, I don't think so, dude. All right, well, you know what? We'll find out yeah. because I don't think there will be any interest in Zach Wilson, and I think the decision. Look, there's a lot of reasons why you would say let Aaron play, don't let Aaron play. But I want to boil it down to the specific thing you just asked. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers playing or not playing should have absolutely nothing to do with the play of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's not good. In nothing. your mind, you're In my right. Mind. That's In my opinion. In your mind, you're right. Well, but I'm not talking about your mind. I'm talking about the mind of Aaron Rodgers. Like if Aaron Rodgers thinks he's close enough and could give it a go and go play, but Zach is playing great. What should Aaron Rodgers do? Aaron Rodgers should say, thank you for keeping the seat warm. Now go sit down. But that doesn't seem like the new Aaron Rodgers. Why? It, I don't know. He's already done him a favor. He hasn't I, played I, this season. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like something Aaron Rodgers would do. You know what you're trying to do, and I don't like this? You're trying what? to make me resent Zach Wilson more than I already do. I'm not. I'm not at You're all. trying to turn this into trying, if Zach plays well, to, bad I'm, stuff I'm happens for me. I'm trying to make the story, the redemptive story Ugh. of Zach Wilson continue. Right, and it's only redemptive if he plays great this week. I hope he does. He, if, if he plays terrible again, we're going to say, all right, Zach, you fooled us for the 16th time. Well, look, he, right? so, you're so. right about this. And, and while I'm always afraid of Zach playing too well, that he's going to confuse you fans. Have to. You don't have to. I don't I'm have to what? That's, that's not an issue. That he's not going to play well. No, 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 no. He, that he's not. Even if he does, he's not confusing the Jets to saying, "Oh, we we got our backup." How do we, you know that? I just, I just know. Unless you told me, you got a text from Douglas Asala Benigno. I got a style. text from nobody. <laughs> I just, I certain things you just know, and at certain times it's just time. Okay, it's been, it's time for Zach. But Tiki, while I agree with you, do you not understand my skepticism? Of course I do. Okay, thank you. But it, also, it doesn't behoove Zach to be here. I, I agree. I don't think Zach's going to even want to be here. Exactly. I want, on Sunday at 1 o'clock, the New York Jets to destroy the Miami Dolphins. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the easiest way to destroy them is for Zach Wilson to play well. And, by the way, Lugie, can you pull that other clip from Robert Sal that yes. he said today that really pissed me off? Yeah, I have it here in one second. By the way, before you even play it. You hate Lugie, your coach, don't No, you? I don't. No, I call it like it is. <laughs> I gave him credit yesterday. I'm going to rip him right now. Before I play this clip, Lugie's heard the clip. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he knows the clip, and he knows why it bothers me. Give Tiki and the audience a preview. Do you think Evan, me, Evan, do you think I'm right? Yes. To be Wow. Yes. I'm right to be annoyed with my coach. I think you, every time you're annoyed with him, I think you're right to be. Yes. I think you have a good uh, solid uh, radar. Thank you. Yeah. Is that all because I was mad that you uh, insulted me before, and now you're being nice to me? No, I was, I was mad. No, I think you were being a little whiny biatch, but that's right. 4.15 on a Friday. He's trying to avoid text all weekend. Stop being a suck-up, Louie. <laughs> he doesn't suck up to me. No, definitely not. All right, so here, I'm going to set this up for you. It's a very quick clip. It's a throwaway line from Robert Sala mm-hmm. that annoyed me. Okay. Here's what so Robert. Maybe it was just a throwaway. But it means a lot, and I'll explain it. Here's Robert Sala. I wish what happened to Chargers to my worst enemy. Did you hear what he said? 
I wouldn't wish what happened to the Chargers on my worst enemy. Okay. I wouldn't wish what happened to the Chargers to my worst enemy. He wouldn't wish what happened to the Chargers on his worst enemy. Now, what happened to the Chargers, for those just tuning in, is they got absolutely blitzkrieg last night. They got shut out at the half, 45 nothing, and the final score was, what was it, 63 to 21? 63-21. Okay. He doesn't wish that on his worst enemy. Robert, I need to explain something to you. And I want to say this as nicely as I can about two particular games you have on your schedule, including this Sunday against the Dolphins at Hard Rock and another game you have the first week of January in Foxborough against the Patriots. We Jet fans, Beningo too. The guy you text, we want you to annihilate them. We want you, if you are lucky enough to be up 45 nothing at the half, we want you to pour it on. <laughs> we want you to embarrass Mike Wait, McDaniel. Why, why, does that, why does that make you mad? Why because does that you? he showed compassion to the opponent. And I want no compassion Sunday, and I want no compassion in January against the Patriots. Mm. He wouldn't wish what happened to the Chargers on his worst enemy. Well, guess what? I wish it on the Dolphins this Sunday. I wish it on the Patriots Week 18. Sean wishes it on the Eagles the two times you play them. If you have a chance to annihilate your opponent and an opponent you don't like, and I got news for you, the Raiders don't like the Chargers. If Al Davis was alive, he would have done a dance last night. He hated the Chargers. If you have a chance to destroy your opponent, you destroy them. And this is more evidence that Robert Sala is a nice guy. And he's too nice. Wouldn't wish what happened to Chargers to my worst enemy. But we do, Coach. We do, because the Dolphins are our enemy. And if you're up 45 nothing on Sunday, that ain't enough. <laughs> you so destroy mean. them. You're so mean. What? Am I mean? You're mean. You never wanted to kind of stick like it to an opponent? Bears. I mean, not really. Come on. Those Washington old team name guys, you know Evan, what you wanted to do to Evan, them. I ran for 206 yards and a touchdown against Washington the day after Wellington Mara passed away. I, I took myself out in the third quarter so we didn't beat them 56 to nothing. Why'd you do that? Because I didn't want to embarrass them. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I want Ron Dane in this chair on Monday. <laughs> There's a Hall of Fame joke in here. I won't make it. Uh, really? You did I, I, don't, I don't think that's that... Come on, man. That's not actually why I took myself out. Oh, why'd you take yourself out of the game? Because I did all I needed to do to honor Wellington Mara. That's different. That was that's emotional, and that's classy, man. All but, right, forget that game. Yeah. How about the Eagles week uh, 17, 2002? You didn't want uh, – we could have used a little more than 10-7 in overtime, TK. Catch the freaking ball, Tinky! I fumbled three times in that game. Oh, that was just true. That was a bad one to bring up. We but, do remember. Yes, you know what? Take yourself out of that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, they tried to get me out of that game. That was the game where Fossil was – when they asked Fossil, why don't you bench Tiki? <laughs> he's like, he's my best player. What do you want me to do? I'm glad you brought up Tiki, sister. I have a, uh, another edition of – what does Tiki know about Tiki? Would you want to play that today, Tiki? <laughs> sure. How much does Tiki know about nothing. Tiki? I know nothing about me. This is a good one. This is a good one. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Oh, and we're I- doing it now? No, you want me to do it now? You want me to yeah, save it? Yeah, go ahead. Do it now. I had written down on my chart for 345. That was 45 minutes ago. We How much right does Tiki it. know about Tiki? Right, let's do it then. Sometimes I write things down and then we just don't get to it. <laughs> but this, this spur of the moment, he's, we're talking about your history. And then we'll get to your calls, I promise. What does Tiki know about Tiki? How much does Tiki know about Tiki? <laughs> All right. How many times did you play at the Louisiana Superdome as a member of the New York Giants? Mm, two. Ding, ding, ding. 
Look at you. Wow. One of them was the Joe Horn game. Oh, the Joe Horn game. Yesterday was the anniversary of it. How about yeah. that? That was. That was the game you lost. You got destroyed. 20-year anniversary. Wow. Yeah. That's Jesse great. Palmer, You're right. Jesse, I remember that game like it was yesterday. Jesse Palmer started at quarterback because Kerry was hurt. Jeff Rail was my starting left tackle, and he got beat so many times he was weeping on the field. <laughs> really? And he ran for, I think, 21, 22 yards. All right. Like so far, you have been accurate about everything but your rushing yards. You cut yourself a little too short, 11 carries for 37 yards. Oh, 37. Huh, there we go. So you lost that game. You nailed that one. Do you remember the other time you played at the Louisiana Superdome? Mm, I do not. Interesting. Because in that game, Tiki Barber did something pretty special. He caught a touchdown pass, and he rushed for a touchdown. Mm. You pulled that off in that game in New Orleans in September of 2005. If you remember, the Saints fumbled the opening kickoff, and you guys punched it in immediately to go up 7 nothing. You won the game going away 27-10. to I have but, zero recollection of that game. But this leads to the follow-up in the last part of the what does Tiki know about Tiki game. Mm-hmm. In that game, a Monday night game in 2005, you rushed for a touchdown and you caught a touchdown. It no also was game. not in the Superdome. That's right. That game was at Giant Stadium right. because of the hurricane. Yes. Holy crap. Yeah. You know what? As you're saying that, I'm like, I got that wrong. It was considered a road game, but it wasn't even at the Superdome. That's I, why I, I brought remember. up that game, by the way, in our pre-show meeting, Tiki and Antonio Pierce to the coin toss guys in a game with George Bush flipping oh, the coin. You're that's right. right. That's right. I take that away. The but, one thing, the other thing I remember about the other, the one time I did play in the Superdome. Yeah, because that really was the only time you played there. Is it? We almost died going into that, into flying into that game. How's that? Because we were. It was a. It was rainy and foggy, like fog, so that it's to the ground fog. Literally, it's not like you come out of the fog and it's like, oh, there's the city down there. It's like the fog is all the way to the ground, and we we were landing into. I forget what the airport is in Louisiana. And there was a crane on the runway. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even joking. Oh my a crane on the runway. So all of a sudden, we're descending. We're taking off again. Like we, before, we we come down. We're like p- seat. You know, pinned back in our seats because we're 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 climbing out of Louisiana because we can't land there because there's a crane on the runway. And we ended up landing instead. And we were freaked. All of us were freaked out. We landed in Shreveport, Illinois. Or Shreveport, Louisiana, Louisiana yeah. and took a bus oh my from Shreveport God. to New Orleans. So that's why that, that maybe that because it was traumatic. Yeah, that whole weekend. So maybe that's why it's very clear to me. And then Joe Horn clowned us like no team, no players or team has ever been clowned before. Yes, it was the ultimate clown job. That's incredible. I'm surprised you'd ever want to fly again after a story like that. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, what, I don't have a choice, dude. <laughs> well, no, I, I you do. John Madden had the Madden Cruiser. You could do the Tiki Cruiser. Sure. We join I'm gonna, you. I'm we join. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride a bus to San Diego. Sure. <laughs> Wait, Just to be clear, we would not join you, team. Uh, exactly. I'd be fun. Honestly, as an aside, were the Saints aware of that story? Because now the Joe Horn move seems even scummier. <laughs> You have a that's team that, that just that dealt that. with that, and you're pulling out a phone. I don't. I mean, no, nobody knew. Pre-social media, Tiki. Yeah. It was pre-social. Nobody knew. Yeah, I don't think any Giant fans even knew about that story. Right. That's that's that one. It was terrifying. There terrifying. is somebody listening out there that remembers betting the Giants in that game that is now furious that that information was not available. <laughs> <laughs> Could have changed it. So no, I, it didn't matter. We had Jesse at quarterback. That's true. Like three backup offensive linemen. And the freaking oh, look at the starting lineup. He had the, the offensive line. He had the bachelor at quarterback. He had no shot. So I apologize. So that's second game, that second road game you played against the Saints actually wasn't really right. a game in Louisiana. Yeah, I just guessed, too, because I could only remember one, so I figured there was another one, but there was only... 
Yeah. But what I am curious about... Jeremy Shockey didn't play in that game either. Interesting. But what I am curious about in the last kind of element of the what does Tiki know about Tiki game, and this is part of your Hall of Fame resume, how many times did you catch a touchdown and rush for a touchdown in the same game? Hmm. I mentioned you did it on that Monday night at Giant Stadium against the Saints. How many times did you do it in your entire NFL career? I'm going to say five. Twice. It was one other time, January 2nd, 2005, against the Cowboys. How about that? That was Eli's first win. That was Eli's first win. How much does Tiki know about Tiki? You caught a touchdown in that game? Unless unless Sean fact-checks me and I'm wrong again? No, you did in the opposite end zone. Uh, It was right after Keyshawn got hurt. Oh, you remember that vividly. Very nice. I was in the stadium. All right, Tiki. I I just remember the last play. I give you like a C plus for that. You, you knew a little bit, but not everything. I also needed that last play to break Joe Morris's record, rush single season rushing record. Oh. I was three yards away. Oh and wow! I could have thrown the ball into the end zone. Instead, he called a draw. I have that run framed in my basement. Yeah. Look at that. We'll come back and get back to your calls eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Plus, Tiki said something earlier that is absolutely true. It's backed up by scary fact after scary fact. In the rare time Zach Wilson's played well. He plays terribly in his next game. We'll explore it coming up. Football in the air. Giants, Saints, Sunday at 1. Jets, Dolphins, Sunday at 1. We'll get back to your football calls in a second. I did read something baseball-wise that was fascinating. I also listened to Otani's press conference last night, and the highlight was he finally revealed the name of his dog, which was long rumored to be that of a baseball team's name, Mm -hmm. which is why it was such a secret. And apparently the name of his dog is Decoy. (laughs) <laughs> Who saw that one coming? All of us. We yeah. should have known. <laughs> we should have. But Jeff Passan revealed something very interesting about the negotiations that when the Dodgers were recruiting Shohei Otani, they played him a video of someone in particular recruiting him, trying to convince him to come to L.A. and be a member of the L.A. Dodgers, and it was actually a video of Kobe Bryant recruiting Shohei Otani. And your thought would be, What? The hell, don't tell me this is AI. I would be in poor taste. No, it was from when Otani was first coming over here from Japan, and he was a free agent, as we recall. Remember, Yankees thought they were going to get him. The Dodgers had this video recorded from Kobe Bryant recruiting Shohei Otani, and they never got the opportunity to play it for him. Oh, wow. They never had that chance. He signed was, with the Angels, and that was, was it. What was in the video, I wonder? It was Kobe basically trying to convince him there's no better place to play than L.A. There's no better team to win with than the Dodgers. That's eerie. Very eerie. Yeah. I don't know if that would be – I mean, he must have been committed already because that would have been creepy to me. This is what Otani said to his interpreter. That was one of the highlights of the whole meeting. I was really surprised to see it. It was strong and touching. So that's from Shohei Otani. I don't know if that made the difference in it. But very, very, because when I first read it, it was strange. Like, oh, God, if that's AI, that comes across in horrible taste, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But it wasn't. It was a video that Kobe recorded before he passed away when Otani was a free agent the very first time. But the more I watched that press conference, the more I realized that Otani would have had an adjustment in New York. And what I mean by that is he seemed surprised by the amount of media members taken back by it. And he comes across like a very shy guy. Yeah. And I just wonder in New York City, especially making all that money and the expectations that come with it, we would be tough. You know, the media would be tough. And they'd ask him and they'd demand to speak to him, which he did not do a lot of yeah. in Anaheim. That's why we never heard from him. Right. Like it's, it's almost, I mean, didn't I, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. I almost don't know what he sounds like. 
when I think of Shohei Otani, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously I know what he looks like. You can you can feel like his like who he is. I don't know if I know what he's what his like his voice sounds like. Because you never hear him talk. Right, very rarely. He didn't talk to the media very often. I'm not sure how much he's going to do it in Los Angeles. But he did during, during the press conference and everything was translated. And it was interesting. But I did have a pause of wondering. Because he was even asked like something as simple as, what do you know about Dodger fans? Yeah. And a, a perfect opportunity to say, oh, they're great. They're this, they're that. And his answer, and I could only imagine how this would go over in New York. Yeah, I don't know a lot about them. <laughs> <laughs> what was his answer? I don't know. I, I guess I'll learn about them. Uh, Yankee fans would be offended by that. Yeah. Like, you if mean Otani- you don't know? You don't know who we are? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, good luck to the L.A. Dodgers. who also traded for Tyler Glass now, and everybody's reacting like they traded for Cy Young. Tyler Glass now. <laughs> I mean, everybody's got to calm down. Tyler Glass now, and he's a really good young pitcher. Even though he's not that young, he's 30. He's a really good pitcher with excellent stuff. This guy has made 20 starts one time in his career. Mm-hmm. One time. This guy's thrown 120 innings one time in his career. When he pitches, he's really good. The guy never pitches. So we're all freaking out about the L.A. Dodgers. Oh, my God, they traded for Tyler Glass now. I'm not saying it's a bad trade. I mean, you gave him $27 million a year, again, for a guy who never proves he's healthy. Like, if the Mets had traded for Tyler Glass now, I'd be saying the exact same stuff. I'd be saying, really? I hope he's healthy. Guy's never healthy. But good luck to the L.A. Dodgers. They're probably going to get Yamamoto, too, so that'll that'll be a different story when that happens. Let's get back to your calls. The Jets are getting set to play the Dolphins, and the Jets have also decided to leak out a story that Aaron Rodgers was playing a linebacker during practice today and made a leaping interception. So who the hell knows what's going on in Florida Park right now? Mm-hmm. Ken is in Brooklyn. What's up, Ken? Yo, you guys got me? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm going back to that whole theory. I just kind of came on at the end of it. The theory uh, that someone leaked the Aaron Rodgers interception story just to catch a potential rat in the organization, is that the theory you're talking about? Well, I'm not really, uh, like, you know, going to comment on the theory itself, but I'm going to comment on if the theory is true, you guys are (laughs) sort of trying to figure out how that might play out and that they might have chosen one guy and told him a story and they suspected that was the guy and that that might be a little bit of a loop around. Um, But what really they would have done if this is the case, which I'm sure it's not, is they have their eight suspects and they give each suspect a different story. Ah. Whichever one gets leaked, that's the rat. That is true. That's the smart way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a a sneaky guy. (laughs) You are. Yeah. I think I think Tiki, you should do that on us. You should tell me, Sean, and Lugie some juicy story from the NFL locker rooms and see if TMZ has it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which one of us leaks it to TMZ? Lugie, no shot, dude. Was nah. he like a private investigator or something? I think he may have. I, uh, by the way, Sean, I just want to clarify something. Lugie's the last person who's leaking something. No doubt. I I'm think, a soldier. I think we're staring at the person who'd be leaking. We are you. I mean, Louis, me. Louis. You're, you're a washwoman, bro. <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a gossiper. You should be in a sorority Here's house. My you proof. Here's my proof that I would never leak. I've known a lot for the last 10 years, and nothing's come out. Yeah. I'm like a locked vault. You, on the other hand, Sean, I don't know. I knew I was coming here in June thanks to Louie. <laughs> really? No. That's such a BS line right there. I never told him. We didn't even know you were coming here in June. Uh, <laughs> Mar- Marshan did. <laughs> well, he was wrong. We had no. five other people but, lined up. Right, Tiggy? Yeah, but, exactly. By the way, forget this for a second. I think we're missing another big Rodgers playing linebacker, this story leaking theory. 
if it did happen or it didn't happen is irrelevant. But the Jets, either Rodgers did it or the Jets planted it because they're so tired of Tommy DeVito mania. Ding, ding. They uh, couldn't take four days of us not talking about Aaron Rodgers that they needed the world to remember. We need Rodgers stuff again. What, Aaron, what can you do? <laughs> Go out there. Zach, throw him a pick. You do it anyway. Right, because he's not going to play. Right, He's not ready to play yet. Yeah. So you can't, you can't say. You're talking oh, about DeVito play. too much. The Italian thing. I, we need you to do something incredible. There was also another player of the week in this town. It was <laughs> Zach Wilson. And he actually played better than Tommy DeVito. <laughs> I will right? warn you about this and I really believe this, and maybe he blew we'll... out his opponent. He didn't just beat him on the last drive. Well, I didn't say that. I mean, who the hell's making that case? <laughs> I'm just saying. We're not. We haven't said Zach Wilson's name like five times this week. No, no, I agree. Tommy DeVito is taking the attention away, and I really believe if Tommy DeVito keeps this train going, and the Giants run the table, and DeVito plays well, and he's made it obvious even to the detractors that he should be the quarterback next year. Or even if he's not, there's some kind of competition. There's some kind of controversy going into camp. I really believe that that story would trump the Aaron Rodgers return story. Hmm. I really do. As much as we as Jet fans may be excited about Aaron Rodgers' return, I do think pound for pound that Tommy DeVito's story, if it continues to expand, would be the bigger story. No, you're probably right, because think about what the Brock Purdy thing did. Uh, at the beginning of the season for the 49ers. Now, we're, we're East Coast, so we didn't really see it. But mm. it was, I mean, that was a big deal. You have, a, you have Mr. Irrelevant, who won some games for you, but he also has a ton of talent around him out in San Francisco, as well as a really good defense. And he goes to the postseason, and then they blame the loss to this 40, uh, to the uh, Eagles all because he was hurt. Right, right. And then he gets named the starting quarterback, and not only do they get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, they get rid of Trey Lance. Yeah. They bring in Sam Darnold, right? I, I mean, it was a big deal on the West Coast. We, we didn't see it as I, much, but you're right. A guy who's not supposed to be the guy who becomes the guy is an, is an enormous story. Well, and I also think that as excited as Jet fans will be about Rodgers' return, and, and I'll be up there, of course, we'll all be excited, it's a story we already saw. Yeah. It's basically a repeat of last year. If we're going into camp next year with the idea of Tommy DeVito being the starting quarterback, I think that's it's it's a it's a fresher story. It is. It's it is a, a and it's a more appealing story that has weird outcomes while the Rodgers outcome is either he's healthy or he's not well, and he's good or he's not. I think that's the thing of you nailed it. The thing with Rodgers is even if you have the same level of excitement about the Super Bowl potential and our defense is this and Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson and yada, 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 whatever other free agent wide receiver you take a shot on. The, the, the ultimate holdback is going to be, yeah, but he could get hurt. Yes, I think it does add a cloud. And, and right. Sean could certainly speak on this. The first year of the Nets' big three was so fresh, the excitement level was always going to be higher than year two, where there were going to be new wrinkles, and you've already seen how it could go wrong, injuries. So you're almost waiting for it. So that first kind of visit into hope is a lot cleaner than the second year of jumping in a hope because now you have the thing that screwed you in year one fresh in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. You're more anxious because you've already blown one shot. Exactly. Yeah. But, Evan, you're missing something. If Zach balls over the last month, the truthers are going to want Zach to start over Aaron Rodgers, okay. and that could be a story. But Tiki has already that, promised me that he won't yeah. be on the team. Okay. And if, and if Tiki's wrong, like I'm going to make this very, very clear to Tiki Barber. If Tiki's wrong... <laughs> And Zach's on the team next year. After he promised me he wouldn't be, we're going to have issues. (laughs) 
We're going to have issues. We're going to be like Mike and the Mad Dog in year 15. We're going to leave the studio. <laughs> We're never going to look at each other. So I'm going to complain behind your back to Spike. <laughs> your wife's going to send Tiki an anniversary party invite. <laughs> or bad Tiki. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you well enough to know you well enough, but I know you well enough that it'll last for about a, a day. He's probably right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad for about a day and a half. I'd forget uh, all about it. And then my anger would go to where it belongs, which is Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, <laughs> instead of, you know, Tiki for being wrong about something. Let's go to Alan Queens. What's up, Al? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, so earlier, you were talking about Steinbrenner and the Jesus walking across the water. Yeah, mm-hmm. the beards. Okay, so... Um, Wasn't that a great uh, story, love, by the way? Wasn't that a great story I told I, you? I, I love Lugie for this because you can tell he's a good producer. I told him so that you he could just tell you privately, but what? he'd rather me do this on the air. Do what on um, So Bill, that's a Bill Walton story that he said about um, I call it uh, Coach Wooden. So what are you talking Walton about? George to... said it to Lou Pinella. You're telling me that the story's fake? No. Well, Steinbrenner owned the team in first time in '73. Walton played. And what year in UCLA? Did what does Bill Walton have to do with the story? George said it to Lou Pinella. I'm confused by you. No, because because John Wooden told that same exact thing before Steinbrenner said that to Pinella. That's so, why. Yeah, well, well, hold on a second. So are you saying that George copied it from John Wooden, or are you saying the story never happened and I'm, I'm mistaking not, I, into a John Wooden Bill Walton story. It's either one of the, it's either one of the two. It's either Steinbrenner copied it from Wooden, or you got your story wrong. Well, what first of the, all, what was the context of the, the Wooden to Walton? That's what I don't know. Uh, probably the same idea. You got to cut your hair. But either way, well, it's not either way. George said it to Lou. I've heard it. I've heard that story many times. It's not an urban legend. The only guy who repeats urban legends like facts on this show is Tricky Volvo. Mm-hmm. He did it the other day with that who story. Did you get the audio yet, Ev? Of what? All the who's that story. No, no, he could do it again if we want him to. <laughs> you want to tell us that urban legend again like it's fact about the who's? Theodore Geisel wanted to go to the University of Virginia. He was denied, so he bought a house on a hill overlooking the library, and he wrote a book. That book was How the Grid Stole Christmas. No, no, you have the, now you have the story wrong again. It's not, <laughs> it's not Theodore Geisel. Dr. Seuss wrote How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> He doesn't even get his own story right. Please tell me you know that Theodore Geisel is Dr. Seuss. Please tell me. You think Dr. Seuss has a medical degree? Time out. Time out. (laughs) Well, first of all, it's not a medical degree. There's doctors who are authors. You mean to tell me Seuss wasn't his real last name? (laughs) Why change it? The guy's real name is Theodore Seuss Geisel. Like, even I knew that. Theodore Geisel. So why? the man who tried to so the story is only interesting if it's Theodore Geisel. If it's Dr. <laughs> Seuss, it doesn't make sense because it sounds it sounds really fake. No, so Dr. Say, Seuss sounds like a real name. It's a pen it's name. Middle, so it's his pen name. It's so if I name. say if I say Evan Roberts tried to get into the University of Virginia and he's denied, and then Evan became Dr. Evil, right? And then I would say, right, it'd be if I said Dr. Evil tried to get into the University of Virginia, you'd be like, oh, this story's fake. Right? <laughs> So I can't say Dr. Zeus tried to get into the University of Virginia because that doesn't make any sense. But Theodore Geisel, who is really 
is Dr. Seuss's real name. Uh, my brain to get hurts. to the University. <laughs> Just go by Theodore Listen, Geisel. Here's the bottom line. Dr. Seuss and Theodore Geisel, same guy. Same guy. So stop trying to correct Tiki on a story he's telling when he's telling yeah, you the I, truth. I, I don't like that. You're a fraud. Hey. hey Who's uh, a fraud? Tiki Sean, or Dr. Dr. Seuss? Dr. Seuss. Sean. 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 Yeah. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not Dr. Rock. Doctor makes it sound like it's your real last name before him. Tiki is a team barber. Oh, yes, man. A team barber? That's me. That's All me. I know is Dr. that... Dr. J, that's Julius Irving. That is true. <laughs> All I know is whether George copied the story from John Wooden or not, George told Lou Pinella, if you want your hair like Jesus, you better prove you can walk on water like him. And, I, and my and question, and my follow-up is, did Lou Pinella even try? Did he try <laughs> to walk on the water? Hey, Lugie, can you get Lou on the phone and ask him real quick? Uh, let's go to Ozzy and Woodridge. What's up, Ozzy? I prefer to be called Dr. Oz. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, just don't run for office in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, well, come on. What a joke is that? Lucy Fetterman. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's the follow-up joke, yes. <laughs> wait, wait. Excuse me. Dr. Fetterman. We're going to call everyone doctor. <laughs> Wait, doctor, 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 doctor. What was that movie with Chevy uh, Chase and Dan X? What's right. that? No, was that Fletch or was that? Um... No, no, no. Uh, Spies Like Us. Oh, that Spies Like Us. Yes, that's right. Spies Like yeah. Us. Great movie, by the way. Great movie. Doctor, doctor, <laughs> doctor. I concur, doctor. Have, <laughs> yes. Have you got a you got a message from a Yankee fan about you know the the prestige of the beard and all that other stuff, right? Yeah. What you read? What did he send you? I uh, told me that, well, the military does it, so yeah. am I telling the military okay. to change their hair policies? So I think to appease all these a-holier-than-thou Yankee fans <laughs> and the Yankees themselves, we should have the military all branches wear pinstripe uniforms. What do you think of that? <laughs> Everything should be the Yankee way because they are the Yankees. And they look down upon all of us peasants, including the military. Who fight for our country? I mean, and freedom. You, I, I love you, Ozzy. Did we really twist this into Yankee fans looking no, down Oz, on the military? Man, Ozzy's like jumping the shark over there. Wow, <laughs> boy, that's a slap. I thought it was a nice attempt, but a desperate attempt at just trying to attack the Yankee fan. I do think most Yankee fans would be okay with eliminating this hair policy. I don't think that the Yankee fan holds on to that. Yeah, and do I even think care. Uh, I think there are more younger Yankee fans who say this is stupid. I think that would be an age debate. I think that the older Yankee fan would call up this radio station and say, when I watched Mickey Mantle and I watched my guys back in the day, we had class or something like that. Mm. And I don't even think all older Yankee fans would feel that way. But, for example, Sean Morash's dad happens to be older, happens to be a Yankee fan. I have no idea what his opinion is, but if I had to guess, he'd be big on, no, the hair policy is amazing. You got to keep it. Why would you disrespect George? Am I accurate? It, it would be, quote, this isn't the Yankee way. Enough of this garbage. <laughs> and I would argue back, okay, give me a break. We would have a million guys with beards hitting awesome. It's an old thing. I'm telling you. If you've heard an older person utter this word, Daniel Jones is just like Phil Sims, they would hate removing the Yankee policy. <laughs> Yeah, I think most younger Yankee fans would say this is stupid, especially if there's any thought to a player not wanting to play here because of it. Yeah, it's un- well, it's, it feels unnecessary anymore. It just—I I mean, I guess it matters because you want the image to stay the image, but the image is the image when you're winning, 
right? When you're constantly in the in the eye of the national and in some ways international world, we all look professional. But I mean, it's a different world, man. But, but CEOs in other countries and in this country, they go to they go to like work in without ties with sweaters on. Yeah, some of them wear t-shirts. It's such a different world now. No doubt. By the way, I don't. I don't know if Lugin knows. Like when we play commercials, do you know which commercials are about to be played? And the reason I ask that is, we on this radio station, and I've heard it during our show. I've heard it before. We play a commercial that is voiced by Big Tom DeVito. Are you familiar with this? Yes, I heard this yesterday. You heard it yet? Time. Right. Are we playing that in the next spot break? If we're not, we got to play it when we come back because I have a lot of questions about Big Tom DeVito. Yeah, and I don't think I, I'm playing in the break. Here. Okay, I, so I, well, this is the first time I've ever done this. Stay tuned during our commercial break <laughs> to hear Big Tom DeVito's commercial because then I've got some questions and thoughts about that coming up. Plus, why does Zach Wilson always stink after playing reasonably well? After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 